0: Hello, everyone, and welcome to our show. Today we discuss about Google Discover, how you can get results with this uh, type of marketing. I'm excited to discuss this topic with John Shihata. How are you? Hi, Anatoly. Thanks so much for having me. Yeah, it's a big pleasure, a big pleasure. And uh, can you tell me, how to pronounce your second name? Because you asked me, I, I forget about that. Sorry.
1: No problem. It's pronounced as it's uh, uh, spelled. So it's Shihara. Shihara.
0: Shihara. Okay. She-hata. Yes. Got it. Yeah. Uh, okay. Before we start, just uh, tell more about yourself, your experience, your background, and why you decided to take this topic.
1: Okay. Sure. Um, why I decided to do what? I'm sorry, Anatoly.
0: Uh, to, to take this topic about Google Discover. How
1: sure. Absolutely. Much. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, uh, as you mentioned, my name is John Shahada. I have been doing SEO for 23 years, maybe more or less. Uh, so good old days of Alta Vista back in the days, uh, mm-hmm. it was much easier than now. Um, uh, uh, I have worked in, uh, in agency in house. I was, um, blessed to work with a lot of fortune 500 and fortune 100 uh, companies. Um, out of the twenty three years, I think I spent 20, 21 years in the uh, with publishers and news sites. So I have uh-huh. worked with editorial teams extensively. Um, I product I, I I developed many tools uh, as well during my journey for for the agency, for the in-house, and I built my own tools uh, as well, like newsdash and gd Dash and others. Um so yeah, discover is something i I start paying attention to. Uh, uh, a couple of years ago, uh, mm-hmm. and when when a lot of publishers start reporting massive amount of like traffic coming from Discover. So for big publishers, I have seen publishers who get maybe 60%. You know, in Google Search Console, it tells you like search traffic, Discover traffic on top of each other. And mm-hmm. maybe publishers start like getting like 50, 60% of their traffic from Discover. So that was a big deal. That's why I started like to pay more and more attention uh, to it.
0: <clears throat> nice nice love it uh, yeah it's a big experience you know uh i i started in seo field uh, in 2010 you know uh, uh the main reason was that that um, i couldn't get uh good SEO specialist who can help me to get traffic, you know, and uh, I failed uh, cooperating with three of them. But, you know, I found the secret at the time. I just bought more backlinks than my competitors. <laughs> <specialty, you know? laughs> and yeah, I want to confess about that today it doesn't work. But at that time, it, it worked well. You know, uh, I got results, high volume keywords in the top, a lot of traffic. But uh, in 2012, uh, that was April. Google uh, penalized me with Penguin. I didn't know what is it, what's going on. (laughs) I dropped all my, all my traffic was dropped. Yeah, so, yeah. Uh, Can you tell uh, about your experience? Uh, How SEO is evolving? Uh, What kind of future are you expecting? Because, uh, you know, I often get the question, SEO is dying. Uh, What kind, uh, it probably, Metaverse will replace SEO. What do you think about that?
1: So uh, I think every three to four years we hear SEO is dying, right? And it's uh, <laughs> yeah. it, so it's not something new to be honest with you. And um, and I think SEO will strive as as long as people are searching and as long as uh, search engines are trying to get smarter and smarter and uh, and how to provide the best results for users, right? So. Mm-hmm the way i see seo is we are reverse engineering right how these search engines are working how they evaluate the content um and it's getting harder and harder and that's why seos are like more and more in demand not just like generalist seos but like specialized seos so you see like seos specialized only in aat right uh, uh other seos are specialized in uh commerce uh technical seos and so on so This is a sign of maturity of the industry, right? When Mm -hmm. you start seeing all these different specialities coming, and I think if you search for like technical SEO and jobs and and LinkedIn, you will see thousands of them. So that tells me that we're uh, SEO is not going anywhere.
0: Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah, I think so. You know, today I can see that SEO is growing. If we can see the process, it will not be like the end, like dropped, you know, when you can penalize by Google. Yeah, it will be uh, slowing down, you know, sometime, you know, so yeah, uh, we can check it out. But today is growing. We can see it. Uh, okay. Okay. Uh, Tell uh, about your tools. It's interesting. How do you create your tools? Uh, b- because, you know, my team uh, is developing our tools. And in most cases, we check out existing tools. We use them. Uh, Samrush, HRS, many other great tools. But, you know, uh, all of them have some gaps. That's why we create our tools. That uh, And, you know, it's interesting that in the first stage, we create tools for our team that we need it. You know, we don't create tools for anybody else. But then we submit and share them on our website and people can use it. Can you tell about your tools? So,
1: as you mentioned, there is a lot of uh, great SEO tools out there. And most of these uh, SEO tools are solving for the common problems that SEOs have, right? Uh, Mm -hmm. So that's why in your case, as you mentioned, and in my case, when you have an edge case or something that, a workflow problem or whatever that you come across, you start thinking about how to create these tools to solve your problem and save you time. So um, the way I create my tools, it's it's all about focus on something unique. Not There's not much tools out there that solve that problem mm-hmm. and it will save me a ton of time and and, and money, hopefully. Um, so I start with the concept, put the specs, see if this is a problem that many people has not just me right because these are commercial tools and then i start working on it and it takes it takes a year a year and a half to come up with like you know a working uh, or mvp right and then you start giving it as beta to users get their feedback re- reiterate on on the process and then hopefully you launch after that and hopefully it solves a problem that people have uh, have out there mm mm-hmm,
0: mm-hmm. Okay, let's get back to the main topic. Uh, Google Discover. Can you tell uh, why we need to consider this feature today and uh, how to optimize with this feature? Yeah?
1: Sure. so it's a huge topic. it's it's not like mm-hmm. you know simple topic <laughs> but um, I, I think is Google Discover is Google answer to their to, their to have their own social feeds and Google has mm-hmm. been trying for a long time right to create their social feeds right So they did couple of attempts before uh, in South America and other places, uh, nothing worked. They did Google+. Plus; uh, It was not that great. So now they said, okay, what do we have? We have the landing page of Chrome, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so they started with Android, and now they expanded to all iOS devices. And they said, okay, we know so much about the user. We know all their search history, right? We know what they like to read, what content they engage with. We know their location. uh Uh, We know new uh, patterns of search, right, uh, that this user is having, right? And we know all the content around the web. If we can merge these two together and create a topic layer, right, of all the interest that user uh, is interested in, right, then we can provide them something that they can engage with. And they have great engagement on on Google Discover. So once you go to your phone, you go to Chrome, you have a list of all these kind of like... um, uh, recommendations uh and you can add more or follow topics or or like uh forget about certain topics um so that's that's the whole concept it's it's google approach to having their own social feed per se um and because it's social uh it's unreliable right if you think about other social platforms right like facebook and and so on uh, facebook used to drive a ton of traffic to publishers right I think up to mm-hmm. 2018. Facebook was almost on bar was as much traffic as Google to publishers. Publishers mm-hmm. started hiring more and more social teams. It was really good. And then in 2018, Facebook changed their algorithm overnight, right? Friends and family, mm-hmm. uh, publishers lost maybe 50 60% of their total traffic. Now, we have been seeing this also with Google Discover, right? It's like Google is opening Google Discover for more publishers, right? Uh, AAT is becoming a dominant factor, and so on and so forth. And some publishers are seeing their Facebook traffic completely uh, vanished. So I would say take Discover. Uh, with caution, right? Because mm-hmm. it's not reliable. And I think John Mueller mentioned this a couple of times. It's not reliable. It's extremely volatile. So it should not be a strategy. It should be a tactic. And SEO mm-hmm. should use a lot of tactics uh, uh, when they are available to them. And then, uh, yeah, but they should not be dependent on, on Discover, uh, but just utilize it as uh, when they can.
0: Mhm yeah uh, can you tell about uh, creating the strategy for uh, Google discovery, because, you know, uh, you mentioned about uh, Facebook, uh, I, uh, I've i seen the same on LinkedIn uh, and any other social media platforms because they are evolving, they change algorithms, uh, they think more about users, that's okay if they change algorithms and uh, if you use some strategy and in some day you can lose traffic, <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> I, I was on the, on this board, <laughs> even on LinkedIn, I have uh, a huge audience, but you know, a few times I use some strategies that, and I need to and needed to replace them to find something else. Can you tell about Google Discover how to create this right strategy because even it's related to social media more? Yeah, so
1: I I think what I'm trying to do, what I'm trying to say around the strategy, it's 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 more like a tactic than strategy, right? The strategy mm-hmm. is utilize it while you can, right? And don't be so dependent on it because mm-hmm. it can go overnight. So there are certain things that you can can watch for to optimize the exposure of your content in Google Discover, right? So for example, Mm -hmm. how you optimize your titles, how you optimize your content, what type of content works there, how you understand, uh, uh, optimize different content formats. uh, Visualization is a big factor, like what type of images you use, right? Uh, Understand AAT and how you optimize AAT for your own site right? Uh, Buzz. Uh, does Buzz work, uh, plays a role on the content exposure in Google Discover? Um, sorry, I'm looking at my screen. I have like a huge list of uh, items. I wrote about 13 <laughs> of them. Uh, uh-huh. You need. But the big, big tactic in optimizing Google Discover is understanding the audience, right? Your audience. So Google is saying that there is no way to optimize for Google Discover. And they absolutely... Uh, True, because uh, Mm -hmm. it's highly personalized based on your location, history, search, and so on. But if you understand what segment of audience is interested in your content and understand what content Google consider in your site, the the biggest uh, opportunity of content in your site for that type of audience, you can. the only way you can do is you can double down on this content. So I'm going to give you an example. The majority of your audience engage with... Uh, all your fashion uh, uh, articles, Mm -hmm. then it's a clear signal for you that Google consider you somehow uh, important uh, or like worthy, let's say, to appear in Google Discover for the audience interested in fashion. Mm
0: -hmm. That
1: should give you a signal, okay, can I produce more of the fashion content, right? Or if they consider you that whenever you write about, I don't know, trial or criminal cases, right? you get a lot of exposure, so now you're writing about Johnny Depp and Amber Heard. It works very well. Okay, what other trials or, or criminal cases that I kind write about because it's clearly Google has identified me. It could be because mm-hmm. of the celebrity. I'm covering Johnny Depp for such a long time and Google recognized me for that. So by understanding what content on your site, and when I say content, I mean entities, topics, and so on, Works well in Google. You can start doubling down on this content and explore: will it work for you uh, as well or not?
0: Mm-hmm. Uh, your examples are connected with breaking news. Uh, that means we need to share breaking news, or we can create evergreen content. Uh, to no, it doesn't Google have scan. to be breaking news. But it, mm-hmm. so
1: the majority of the content—I I don't have the stats here in front of me. I believe like eighty-five percent to ninety percent are breaking news and trends mm-hmm,
0: mm-hmm.
1: and the rest is like evergreen right so breaking news mm-hmm. is like something like breaking news is breaking news but trends for example like hey um everyone is searching for avatar 2 right mm-hmm. uh they they said that we're really they just released the trailer and i was like oh we want to see the avatar 2 trailer and everyone is searching for it so it's not breaking news per se but it's trending everyone's searching mm-hmm. for it right uh Um, So these are the majority of the traffic will come into these two buckets, breaking news and trends. Now, Evergreen Mm -hmm. kicks in when you're, in in my view, when your search patterns start changing. So for example, uh, you decided to to move to another place, you want to buy a house, and you start looking for interest rates and houses Mm -hmm. and all that stuff around this topic layer, google will will understand that right and start giving you evergreen content right top mm-hmm. best interest rates how to find the best interest rate you know uh how to find the best house how to work with real estate agents and stuff like this D- this is all content that is not breaking news or trendy right but it matches your state right in 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 your state of search uh right and once your search start uh, going down, let's say you got to your house already, right? Mm-hmm. Then slowly that type of content, evergreen content, will start uh, fading away also from your um, Google Discover feed. Does it make mm-hmm. sense?
0: Yeah. Yeah, of course, valuable. You mentioned about uh, EAT. Uh, Can you tell how is important uh, this parameter for uh, Google Discover and uh, how to improve uh, EAT because we can measure it, but uh, yeah, uh, share some insights how to get more uh, value with that. Yeah,
1: so definitely we cannot measure it. Google has said this is not like a measured score or anything, right? Mm
0: -hmm. Um,
1: And EAT, I think they added that clause to... Uh, Google Discover guidelines, I can't remember, was it July 2020 or July 2021, right? Uh, And so AAT is, let me back back a little bit. So Mm -hmm. a lot of guidelines around content uh, are shared between Google News and Google Discover, right? Mm -hmm. So that tells you that Google Discover is held at a higher standards similar to Google News. Right. But they have a bigger scope of like who can be in Google Discover versus Google News. But it's almost as the same high standards when it comes to the content. So when we talk about AAT, Google needs to verify the site, who's behind the site, and who's writing the content. Like, let me simplify Mm -hmm. it in, in this way. So there are elements that you can improve AAT for the site overall or the organization about us, physical addresses. Uh, uh, people writing about it or talking about your organization, right? So links are are important here, right? So they can verify, or you have like LinkedIn page, you have followers, you have Twitter and so on. So as an organization, there is a lot about you on the site and off site, right? Uh, This is how you can contact us, a valid phone number, addresses, all that stuff, you know, contact us, form, support and so on. So this is one thing for the site. Now, per author, they need to verify each of the authors. Are are these real authors or just like fake names? You know, or false or like you know. Uh, so they have to start looking as like, okay, can I find this author somewhere else, somewhere else? Right? Mm-hmm. Oh, I can verify this author in Twitter and in LinkedIn and so on. So, for example, uh, utilizing schema. Uh, the me schema, same as, and you link to all your different profiles, right? Uh, They can also um, verify that this author um, is authority on this topic. So they can verify Mm -hmm. the person that this is real. But then the second step is like, is this person authority on topic? Like you're writing about SEO. Oh, uh, I see uh, Anatoly in LinkedIn and different places (laughs) and engaging with people in Twitter and so on. And people... Communicate and engaging uh, a lot of people link to him and so on, right? So it's like, oh, uh, he is an authority on this topic. You see, another uh, writer writes all the time about iPhones and there is specs and new iPhones and so on. This person uh, uh, authority on that topic. Now, when it comes to like YMYL, you even have a higher and higher standards, right? Your money, your life. When you talk about health or finance, mm-hmm. and we see other categories are like creeping into this area. the standards are even higher and higher because this person is giving medical advice. Mm -hmm. Are they certified? Do they have awards? Are they mentioned in some journals out there, right? What is the qualifications or credentials to qualify this person to give like health advice or financial advice and so on?
0: Mm -hmm. Yeah, valuable. Love it. Yeah, uh, because, you know, um, I uh, I have a client and uh, his website was hit by uh, your money, your life. And yeah, I need to share <laughs> this with to him because <laughs> his page uh, about us is terrible uh, and many other stuff is terrible. I told him that we need to, uh, yeah, we need to fix it. That's it, you know, to work on that place. And but we don't know exactly what we need to do. But yeah, uh, I like your tips about that. Can you tell about uh, how it's important to be first, uh, for example? Uh, I'm not sure it's, uh, it works for Google, you know, when uh, it's more about quality content, about links, about many other stuff. But uh, about Google Discover, how it's important to be first uh, than uh, others. Because, you know, uh, if you are talking about breaking news, uh, if someone uh, uh, gets this news, they are not interested to read it twice. Yeah, in most cases, uh, we skip it. Can you tell me more about that?
1: Uh, how important to, to be
0: first, right? Yeah, the who, who post about, for example, uh, Johnny Depp or uh, yeah. <laughs> any other stuff.
1: Yeah, so so in Google News, one of the elements, or let me say in the news carousel, right? So there is Google News and there is the top stories or the news carousel in Google search, which gets like most of the traffic. It is very important to get to be there first. And one of the uh, side effects of being first to report in a breaking news is a lot of people start linking to you right? Mm -hmm. Linking to you from Twitter, linking to you from social, uh, linking to you from Reddit and so on. So it's, I call it bus factor, right? Or indirectly bus factor. So when you see something that is going up there first and shared by a lot of people, I believe that this indirectly impacts your rankings and news and and, and your exposure in Google Discover. So I think it's Mm -hmm. important. But this doesn't mean that This is the only way to get there because Google also Mm -hmm. uh, appreciates and values diversity. So while everyone's talking about one aspect of the breaking news story, you can have your own angle on the story that is different from everyone else and Google Mm -hmm. appreciates that and get it into the mix. So I think when there is a government shutdown and everyone talking about the incident itself and... This is imminent and the two political parties are fighting and so on. You find a site like WebMD, for example, writing how government shutdown can impact your health. What does it mean Mm -hmm. from a health perspective? So finding your own angle, right? That Google appreciates and tries to show different angles of that.
0: Mm -hmm. Yeah, nice. Uh, uh, According to uh, many studies that Teverich... uh, length of content in the top 10 results, it's like uh, two thousand words. It doesn't mean that we need to write uh, 2000 words or more. Uh, It it depends. Of course, it depends uh, on the quality of what what people are looking for. For example, if they're interested in the age of Elon Musk, they're not interested to read biography and his achievements. Yeah, it's more about the age, just a short number. Google uh, can reply to this uh, question without (laughs) opening any content. But what about uh, 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 Google Discover? Uh, What do you think? Uh, How long do we need to write for example i'm not interested to read some breaking news uh long breaking news uh, but it depends of course as usual uh can you tell uh the average data for example about that
1: i i don't have the average data to be honest with you uh, uh, mm-hmm. i have a tool that collects a lot of data but uh we haven't examined the word count which is like something interesting i can go back to my tool and do some some analysis mm-hmm. and send it to you uh i i think word count in itself is is it's a good metric to look at, but it's not the target. So let me explain. Uh-huh. Um, if you are writing a, a, a product review, uh-huh. and that product review, when you look at Google SERPs, you will see that most of the people are, uh, the the top 10 sites are ranking in Google. The, the product reviews are like very high in word count, right? 10,000. Uh-huh. Uh, 5,000, 3,000, right? You can say, or I can say uh, with with certainty that uh, a 500 words uh, product review will not make it there. It's not Mm -hmm. about the word count, but it's about the topic depth, right? If you're going to write an iPhone and you see CNET and and PC Gamer and other sites writing about this, they tell you, it's like, okay, uh, what are the specs? What's new? What is this versus old model, right? Is it the good, right? Is it the right fit for you or not, right? So they go through all these topics. So there is depth for this topic and they have the authority as well. So this is what Google likes. Now in other reviews or in other types of content, you don't need 3,000, right? But again, it's not about Mm -hmm. the word count. You will see all the sites that are ranking are anywhere from 500 to 1,000 words. But it's about the topics that they discuss in that content and the
0: topic depth the topic may mm-hmm. not have to go
1: so deep and so on
0: mm-hmm. love it love it uh can you tell about more uh headlines and titles how uh, does it play a role uh by, by optimizing with uh, google discover so
1: it's it's very interesting I, I i encourage everyone to read google discover guidelines right it's mm-hmm. uh, it's really important um so here Google is saying, hey, don't use misleading uh, headlines, right? Don't use uh, clickbaity headlines. Don't use, and they have a list of like uh, different elements that you should not be using. Um, But at the same time, I have found that um, if you use catchy headlines, a little bit clicky, right? You actually get the clicks. Like the majority of the headlines that perform really well. And I have analyzed, I think, uh, 27 billion impressions uh, <laughs> when I did that. A lot. <laughs> right? yeah. And it's still the top hundred are very clicky, right? Uh, but you cannot be misleading. You cannot be outrageous. You have to uh, come true with your promises and your headlines, right? Stuff like this. So, uh, so I think a little bit Clicky is good, uh, but it, it has to fulfill all SEO good practices from keywords and so on. Uh, but it should not be outrageous, it should not be misleading, uh, all that stuff.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, okay, got it. Uh, what about context? Uh, can you tell how to create content? Uh, I mean, like, uh, for example, for Google, uh, the top 10 results, I usually uh, check out user intent. Uh, I analyze the top 10 results and I understand, okay, I need to create this content, info or navigational. It depends, of course, uh, but about Google Discover, if, uh, yeah, that means I need to have experience with that or, uh, yeah, provide more insights about that, how to create content. content. No, I,
1: want, I want you and the audience to think of Google Discover as a byproduct of the content that you create already. I don't think mm-hmm. there is a, a different approach of content for Google Discover. I think it's mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. what content works for me. Can I produce more of it? What topics work for me? Can I produce more of it? So if you know that every time you write about um, uh, Taylor Swift, right, mm-hmm. every time you write about her, you do very well, you start thinking it's like, okay, Google and Google Discover thinks that I'm worthy of getting that traffic, okay? What should I do? Oh, I need to write more, Okay, Uh, And then you notice that every time you write about hairstyles, you get a lot of traffic. Then you Mm -hmm. start thinking, if you want to start thinking about content specifically, um, can I combine two entities together and see if it works for me? How about if I write, uh, and and these are simple examples, so forgive me, guys. How about if I write about Taylor Swift top hairstyles throughout the years? Mm-hmm. And you start testing with blending different entities or different topics that work for you. Will it work even better, right? So we know that topic one and two work very well, so I'm going to write more about them. But can I combine topic one and two or entity one and two to come up with a new topic? Will it work the same way or not? So this is how I experiment a bit with those topics. But I wouldn't say that you will create a whole different content strategy for Google Discover. It's just a byproduct of what you have.
0: Mm -hmm. Uh, How to find these ideas? For example, if I want to write about uh, hair of any celebrity, how to find these ideas that (laughs) I need to write about that uh, or to relate with my topic? Yeah.
1: Sure. So there's two ways, okay? Mm -hmm. There is the way that you can do on your own, right? You you download your Google Discover from Google Search Console, step number one. Mm -hmm. Then you run your... uh, you, you take all the URLs, you run them through some kind of like uh, NLP, natural language processing. It will mm-hmm. start identifying what entities and topics. You create your mathematical formulas to calculate the impact of each of these topics for these of each articles. And you say, okay, this topic uh, has been repeated in X number of articles. This is how much weight I'm going to put on it and so on. And you keep repeating this every day or every week and so on. So it's doable. Uh-huh. You, you need some development skills and so on. Or uh, a shameless blog is like you can use a tool like the one I created because I took so long time to do this every uh-huh. day. So I created GD Dash. Uh, G D dash, which is like Google Discover G D dash dot com.
0: You can you can share uh, in the uh, private chat. I will share with the audience. They can Oh, uh, uh, sure absolutely.
1: Store. Oh yeah. yeah. So G D dash I I created mainly for me. To be honest with you, mm-hmm. uh, to to because it was a big problem, right? So G D dash automates this whole process, right? It, it logs to your Google Search Console, download the data every day automatically. And then runs it through like Google uh, algorithms, right? And it gets like um, it gets all the entities and the topics and the categories. And every day it does that and does the math behind it. And then it tells you, hey, every time you write about Taylor Swift, you're doing really great. When you talk, mm-hmm. when you write about Instagram and Twitter, Instagram, you wrote fifty articles and the engagement is not that great and the impressions are not great. But with Twitter, you only wrote five articles. Your impressions are so high. Your engagement so high. So start identifying these areas for you and say, oh, I sh- maybe I should write a little bit more on Twitter and test uh, will it work for me or not, right? Uh, I think the tool right now works in 13 different languages. Uh, and I'm expanding. But this is how, how I identify these topics, concepts, categories. Uh, another interesting thing is like a lot of people think that they're the lifespan of their content is like only one or two days in Discover. I have found uh, some categories or some content remains up to like five days, 10 days, 15 days. So the tool tells you what content and what categories and how long these stay. So, um, yeah, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm not pushing the tool, but uh, I said I, I faced the same problem. That's why I created
0: the tool. Uh, Yeah, yeah, but uh, it's valuable, valuable uh, (laughs) in the process. Uh, Okay, uh, can you tell how to measure results? Uh, For example, if we create content, uh, uh, we need to know uh, our, uh, I don't know, uh, like uh, traffic or sales uh, with Google Discovery. Can you tell more about that?
1: Okay. The biggest challenge that Google Analytics reports a fraction, a Mm -hmm. small
0: fraction of
1: Google Discover actual traffic. Very, very yeah. small, right? And it's uh, it's very hard to measure. I'm trying to close that slack. It keeps coming. Uh, no. <laughs> hope I closed it now. Okay. So, um, so you cannot depend on Google Analytics. So mm-hmm. your only way is you have to use Google Search Console. Mm-hmm. And there is no queries. It's all pages. So you have to download your pages, figure out their clicks, right? And clicks are not visits. Like if you're using Google Analytics, everything in sessions or visits, right? So they are close to each other in a way, but it depends what's the engagement for each of your sessions and so on. So And you take that and you say, okay, this is all the traffic. These are the pages that are getting in Google Discover. So you have to create some kind of segment of that content. And Mm -hmm. then you track that piece of content throughout Analytics and see. Uh, all the different metrics you're looking for, sales, conversion, and so on. And let's assume, for example, that um, it's very simplified, but let's say that segment of content or that piece of content got 1,000 sessions, right? Mm -hmm. And in Google Discover, it's telling you it got uh, 200 uh, clicks. Mm -hmm. I would assume, and there are two different metrics, but I would assume a fifth of that metric or, or these sessions are due to Google Discover. Mm -hmm. And based on that, you can calculate all the other stuff. But there is no there is no um, uh, clear scientific way of doing this when it comes to Google discovery.
0: Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah, but um, it works, you know, (laughs) to check out like this. OK, if someone want to be an expert like you, uh, of course, you spent 23 years a lot, but uh, if you start today, how to learn SEO? How to learn more about SEO to be an expert like you today?
1: Yeah, uh, so I wouldn't call myself an expert. I'm, mm-hmm. I'm learning like every day, to be honest with you. And mm-hmm. the minute you stop learning in any any field, you no longer become an expert or some people love to call themselves gurus and stuff like that. So
0: yeah, I, you haven't had it, my secret.
1: <laughs> so I think, I think you, have, you need the appetite that you are willing to learn every day. I, every day I learn something new, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, so this is one thing. I think number two, you need to be hands-on. A lot of people mm-hmm. now is like, they are not hands-on. They're just reading articles and blogs. And this is the writer's own experience you have to find your own uh, knowledge sometimes, right? I would say mm-hmm. create a WordPress blog, write some content, see how hard it is to rank see, and play around because sometimes you can't play with your client's website or your if you're in-house, right? Uh, so you wanna test. So having a hands-on is very important. Um, Keep reading, right? It's like there are amazing blogs out there. So many like Search Engine Land, Search Engine Journal, uh, Moz, and and so many others, right? Uh, Keep on top of it. Also, Google is providing a lot of knowledge on on Twitter. Uh, uh, Keep track of this, right? And see what they're saying. Uh, They just had Google I.O. and they share a lot about search so i think this is some of the elements i would say and follow trustworthy people on twitter right it's like there's great seos that love to share um um i want to also share that alida solace alida solace uh-huh. uh created some uh, a site called um uh, i have to find it learning seo i believe .io. Yeah. Uh, uh i think it's learn as uh hi alida uh, um, i need to find it for you guys learning uh learning seo
0: alida yeah she's very active okay
1: learning uh mm-hmm. this is a great site i'm gonna say if you're a beginner uh, uh and you want to learn more about seo uh she has like a chapter uh links right so it takes you to all different like big articles that will walk you through or specialized type of seo like videos and so on uh so i definitely recommend learning um seo uh io from mm-hmm. by alita Solis.
0: Mm-hmm. okay guys give me a few seconds i want to share with you uh yeah, you, you can find all these links in the description below. When if you listen on Apple, Google, Spotify, it's up to you. Uh, okay, uh, I have the question uh, about the future. Can you predict the future in SEO field, especially if we have uh, metaverse, we will come in virtual reality, augmented reality. What do you think of what kind of future are you expecting? Yeah.
1: Um. I think it's gonna get harder and harder. Mm-hmm. I think it needs to be more specialized and uh, more and more, right? So for example, uh, uh, you will find people focus only on commerce, people, SEOs mm-hmm. focus on content, uh, SEOs focus on news, SEO uh, SEOs focus on Amazon, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, you will have a lot of these like specialized focus. Uh, I think uh, SEOs need to know more and more about data I think Google mm-hmm. will provide more feature, uh, or sorry, r- rich results, right? So you will see a mix between videos and short form videos and stories and and links, right? And 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 so there are going to be a lot of mixed experiences in Google. I think Google will try to answer more and more of the search queries without going to a second click, or they're going to capture. Uh, there's a lot of reports out there capturing first and second click and maybe more uh, i think commerce will be huge uh, mm-hmm. i think visual commerce will be huge also in google uh, yeah these are some I, I cannot predict the future but this is some of the stuff i think aat will be monumental to the success of so many sites right uh mm-hmm. fake Fake news, fake information, false information is a problem that is facing a lot of like search engines, social platforms. So they they are working really hard to verify who's behind the information and so on.
0: Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think even today focusing is very important. Uh, I know uh, a few agencies and they specialize in only one link building technique just one yes. and they earned a million dollars, you know, uh, just doing one link building technique because they are the best in this uh, strategy yeah. they don't need you know to uh they, i think it's a good idea to become the best if you uh focus your attention in uh, one direction and uh, i know some companies specialize for example in health or finance uh, they don't cover uh, many different directions topics because they can be the best in one niche in one direction so yeah uh, i completely agree with you okay uh till uh, how uh, our audience can reach out to you, learn more about you, follow you. Okay, sure. So
1: I'm I'm very approachable. <laughs> mm-hmm.
0: uh, you can find me on on
1: Twitter. It's Jay Shahara, uh, uh, and only it would be great if you can share that these links mm-hmm. later. So Jay Shahara, mm-hmm. right? It's my first initial and my last name. In LinkedIn, you just search for John Shahara. Uh, these are the two uh, platforms that I'm very active on, and If you have uh, some feedback or like just want to chat or you want to reach out, happy to help uh, or happy to connect. So these are the two main platforms.
0: Mm -hmm. Nice. Okay, guys, you can find all these links in the description below. Listen us on Apple, Google, Spotify. Thanks again for your time. It's a big pleasure to learn from you. You unhide a lot of secrets, you know, uh, my efforts, techniques. Love it. Love it. Yeah. Thanks guys for listening and watching us.